record button. This podcast is a proud member of the Blueberry Network. That is Blueberry with no E's dot com. Blueberry with no E's dot com. Remember, you drop the E's. Is it us or did online radio just get a bit more culture? To find out more, log into www.odacastradio.com. Odacastradio.com. Warning. The Bonsai Beat contains explicit language and may not be suitable for all listeners or fans of Neo Genesis Evigallion. This is the Bonsai Beat Podcast. Each week bringing you anime news, current and classic show reviews, and entertaining discussion from a fan's perspective. Here is Jello Kuhn and Zaldar. Welcome to episode 93 of the Bonsai Beat. I am Jellicoon, along with always Zelda. Yes, yes. Another week is in the books here at the yes, Bonsai Beat. Yes, it is. So, we bring you news, reviews, all the good stuff anime fans want. Um, you can join us every week at stickcam.com front slash Bonsai Beat at 6.30 p.m. Central Time, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, this week I bring you a review of Genshin. Yeah. Where are the applause? So, what have you been watching this week? Anything? No, parents been here, so... Can't, uh... They don't watch <laughs> anime, so... I've just been watching the, uh... New show, the new shows airing. Um... Checking out a few things on Netflix. If you have a Netflix account... And, like, an Xbox, or... PS3, or a Wii, or anything that... You can watch... The streaming, do it. Funimation added a bunch of good stuff. Claymore, D. Grayman, Oran, um, GoGo13, still watching some of that. All the good stuff. So I haven't watched anything, you know, huge this week. Just been watching the ongoing shows. So. Alright. Okay. 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 This week in Anime News, brought to you by Anime News Network. Thanks, Anime News Network. Yes, so, yes. So, two chans. The most moe, the basically the most moe tournament. I think this is the fourth or fifth year. It is just crazy. And uh, you know, this year they finally finished it up. Good stuff there. And um, uh, who was it? Oh, I can't find it. Um. There it is. Moe is the sniper. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Thank you. Uh, so the winner of this year's most Moe contest was yeah. uh, Avianon from from uh, Kaon. Huzzah for that. So, um, Kaon also gets a side story episode greenlit. Um, and it's gonna... everybody cries who likes good anime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get over it. <laughs> episode to be included in the ninth Blu-ray slash DVD release. Uh, the official website for K-On! Uh, basically says, hey, we got another one coming out. 
the production of the new side story episode has been greenlit, and it will be included on the 9th Blu-ray release, uh, March 16th of next year. Long ways to go. Mm-hmm. Media Blasters replaces CanoCon Volumes 2 and 3 DVDs with a complete box set. Hmm, I wonder why. So, Media Blasters came out with Can- uh, with, with uh, CanoCon earlier this year. And now they came back and said, Well, we're just going to give you all a uh, complete collection. Um, apparently, Volume 1 is sold so horribly, they haven't said it, um, that... Uh, basically, they're just gonna come up with one whole release and be done with it. And they said that the show, the episode, it's gonna be priced low enough, so it's not gonna punish the people who bought Volume One. So, <clears throat> what is Canocon? It revolves around a story around a young man who finds himself in love in a love triangle with two classmates, one hey. a fox demon and the other a wolf demon. Now, here's the thing: hey. the young man. It looks like he's fucking eight, and his name is Shota. Okay. <laughs> Thank God that's not selling well. Yes, and the wolf demon always wants to bone him, and the or yeah, the fox demon always wants to bone him, and the wolf demon is just kind of there to like be there, and she's also looks like she's eight. The fox demon, thank God, looks like she should be at least in high school, and she's got how, how old is he supposed to be? Supposed to be in high school. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Mm. I watched it when it aired, and uh, it was just there. It's one of those shows where it's like, all right. Here's an interesting tidbit. Soul, Soul Eater Blu-ray box to include English dub and sub in Japan. This is amazing. Online retailer CD Japan slash Neo Wing reports that Soul Eater anime will be released in a Blu-ray bo- disc box with the English subbing, or English dubbing, excuse me. With English subtitles in Japan on January 26, 2011. That is awesome. That Funimation, uh, they're letting Funimation, like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, they've done yeah, a dub. But who, and well, like, who's hey. going to pay Japan prices for it in America, though? I mean, I, I tried no, 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 to nobody. something well, once and stopped. I, I won't know. Because if it's getting a Blu ray release, the show is done in HD. I mean, Funimation has. The fifty-two episode, sorry, the fifty-one episode anime already released in DVD, but I mean, if it was all right priced, even for Japan, because aren't I'm not sure are Blu-rays region locked as well? Uh, that's a good question that I do not know the answer to. Okay, and I'm trying to think of somebody I would know on Skype who would. Hmm. Yeah, if anyone knows the answer, let I me don't know. know. I just got my. Well, we're phone. early. It's probably nobody's listening to us live. Yeah, no, now. someone is. There's one person oh, okay. in there right now. Yeah, we're recording this a little earlier than normal. But uh, let's see what they say on uh, Twitter. Twitter.com front slash Jellicoon. And soon enough, Twitter.com front slash Zoldar. Yeah. I see. <laughs> yes, I will get this for you. All right, I will have to go and do it. So, yeah, but no, I think it's just crazy that uh, Funimation, you know, that even Japan is like. Yeah, we'll use Funimation's dub. Because they've been so against... Um... What was that show? Kurokami. Um... They, like, refused to sell it, like... Because it came out with an English dub. This was, like, this first worldwide release where... U.S. and Japan were getting it at the same time. It's even on Crunchyroll. You can watch it in English dubbed. 
but people were buying the DVD in Japan. They were buying it in the United States from United States retailers. Wow. And they got all pissy about it and whatnot, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everyone's heard of Redbox. Have you heard of Redbox? Mm-hmm. Well, now they're doing video games, but now uh, Media Blasters... Wait, they're doing video games? Yeah, they are. Two bucks a night. Wow. There's a test market, apparently. Where? Um, I think it's like, I haven't seen them in the ones here. Yeah, yeah, I think it's like Ohio or somewhere. It's like one random place. Or New York or something how like that. How the hell did they... Well, New York would make sense, but how the hell did they choose those places? Did they population and maybe by the number of people who use Redbox? And the number of people that have computer systems in that area, computer computer game systems in that area. Or I something. doubt you could say that. I doubt that'd be kind of tough to tough to do. Oh, it probably wouldn't. You could. I'm sure they can find that out. Probably. Well, Media Blasters launches their own form of Redbox, but it's for DVD blue. It's for DVD Blu-ray specific to anime. This is freaking amazing. I cannot hmm. wait till I can walk in to like the grocery store or McDonald's or wherever and be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go rent that anime." The cool part is, um, it's in association with Bandai, Funimation, Viz Media, Sentai Filmworks, Sony Pictures, Studio Ghibli. Damn. Yeah, like, like we're everybody. getting like the United States anime market in one box. There's none of yeah. this bullshit where they're gonna be like, "Well, Funimation is gonna build our own box." <laughs> F you, anime fans. No, for once they're actually doing something right. I'm like happy. So, yeah, that's yeah. that's um. Yeah, the first one is uh. I'm, that's amazing. <laughs> they hardly ever do that. They must be. Just, well, they I must think, all be thinking, "Oh shit, the market's going away. We got to do something." Well, you remember? You remember the, the uh, story we had last week about um, you know, the amount of anime that's making only 250 million this year. Mm-hmm. It's projected to be at. So I mean, you know, hey, it's gonna be cheap. Um. So, there is one in New York City at the Image, Image Anime Store on 242 West 30th Street. The company intends to roll out another 100 kiosks throughout the United States over the next 18 months. Um, what follows is a full list of titles shown as available on the kiosk's official website. Oh My Goddess, Season 2, Flights of Fancy, Volume 3. Why they randomly pick Volume 3, I have no clue. Yeah, that is weird. I hate it when they do that. Air the Movie, Akira, Angel Sanctuary, Appleseed, Basilix, the Complete Series, Blade of the Immortals, Volume 1 through 3, Bleach, the, Di- the Diamond Dusk Rebellion, Castle in the Sky, Gold Geass, Lucha the Rebellion, uh, Parts 1 through 4, Cowboy Bebop, Knocking on Heaven's Door, uh, Death Note, The Last Name, so it's not even the movies, it's not even the show. Uh, Death Note Relight, Volume 1, Devil Hunter, Dragon Ball Z Kai, Part 1, I'm, just, I'm not going through every little thing, um, Dojin Thank Work, you. yeah, uh, <laughs> Escaflone, FLCO, Fallout Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, Genshiken, uh, Genshiken 2, uh, Now, are they test marketing this somewhere, or is this gonna be Yeah, everywhere? yeah, it's in, it's in New York, uh, that okay, anime that place. Sense, but they're going to be, like I said, they're going to be rolling out. You did not listen to me, did you? Yes, I did. I thought okay. you said the first, I thought they were test marketing the video game one. Oh, no, 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 no. New York, not this one. I have, yeah, no, I, sorry, I just kind of brought that up offhand. But tons of shows. 
To Love Rue, X, just just a ton of, I mean, there's like at least 50 X is a good to 60, show. yeah, there's at least 40 to 50 freaking titles right here. You know, check out Anime News Network, they have the complete rundown if you really want to be curious. Lucky ass New Yorkers. Uh-huh. Well, they gotta get something for living in such a dirty, polluted city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I said it. I said it. There's gonna be fights now. <laughs> Poor shame. Uh, Lucky Star Town to host otaku matchmaking event. Yeah. Can we can we get one of those in America? Why? <laughs> I don't have enough otaku. Because I need a girlfriend. <laughs> And I've evidently scared away, the, you know, anybody who listens to the show, so... So they're going to pair male otaku with females who are otaku, or tolerant of otaku, or sympathetic. Yeah. <laughs> I want to change you. I will date you. <sighs> so yeah, the city where the Lucky Star is, they're going to have... Um, so so what do you think the, uh, the ratio <clears throat> of men to women will be there? Like 300 to 1? Well, here's the thing. It's for 18 to 40 year olds. Females are free, and they must be 18 to 35. And quote unquote be otaku, be a tolerant otaku or sympathetic, or sympathetic to otaku. And uh, they're free. But the men, they have to put down an $8,000 yen entrance fee. Okay. About that, that'll bucks. be the way to make sure maybe you have maybe one man and one woman. Exactly. It's about 100 bucks. I might pay it for that if it was actually going to work. Yes, but you don't know Japanese. Women there. Hmm. You don't know Japanese though. Oh, I'm just saying I did one in America. No, Mm -hmm. I don't know Japanese, and I wouldn't fly to Japan to do it. When did you end up meeting a girl and she's like, "I love otaku," and then it turns out, no, I just want to change you. (laughs) Well, then she just have to realize that's not going to happen. And you're not an otaku anyway, and, so. and, and deal with it. You don't fit anyway. And I, anyway. And I probably don't otaku. qualify as otaku in reality. Exactly. I do have other interests. Yes. And, you know, a job. We have jobs. We're too... <laughs> we're, we're at the well, yeah, There's the other minimum. thing. How the, how the hell are the otaku going to afford this? How can the otaku afford anything? I, I don't know. They must exactly. steal or pirate everything I own. I don't understand it. Well, obviously not. So, remember last uh-huh. week you we talked about last Saturday how uh, A&M leaked... And we didn't. We, we were saying, you know, we don't know for sure. Don't quote us. You know, blah 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 blah. Well, the CEO of A and finally came out and said, "Yeah, we leaked it. They were quote security or there were security errors that were exploited." The site of um, resume, you know, uh, basically assumes full responsibility, and uh, they said, you know, hey, we've basically fucked up. We know that. Uh, they've gotten both their simulcasts taken away from them. So now we are left with neither to show to enjoy for free, or they paid. You could pay nine ninety nine and get high quality versions of the show. They, if you did do that, they are offering a refund. Um, but yeah, we get screwed in the end. Mm. But they said, "Hey, we're gonna try again. We want to get some simulcasts in January, if not sooner." So we'll see. It looks like they were simulcasting. Um, Eden of the East. No, well, they are. And it's not simulcast. It's Funimation. Streaming. They're okay. streaming it. Excuse yeah, me. Funimation has had the first two episodes up for a couple months now. And, uh, yeah, they're showing Eden of the East. Um, That's pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I mean, it's really nice to see that, you know, A&N is like, yeah, we made a mistake. We assume full responsibility. You know, obviously it's not what they wanted to happen. 
especially within a week. And, uh, you know, I, I, that's good on their part. And I honestly think we'll see more simulcasts. I mean, if Funimation is any example to go off of, that the anime companies understand the impact that offering simulcasts to the American audience, or I should say the worldwide, I mean, I think they region lock them. But you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. The audience outside of Japan is huge for them, and they understand that. So I think come January, we'll probably see some simulcasts from them again. Hopefully they can yeah. right their wrongs. So Crunchyroll ranks the fall 2010 uh, simulcasts by popularity. Um, so number That'll one... interesting. Yeah, number one was The World Only God Knows, which is hilarious. Really? Oh my god, I mean, it was... Is, episode... it, is it hilarious and then, as in the show is actually <laughs> funny, or is it hilarious that they chose that one? Oh my god, it was hilarious. Second episode was even funnier than the first. Really? So, Eclara, or Elsia, Elsia, mm-hmm. is that how you say her name? I was laughing so fucking hard. So she's like, I'm gonna live with you, Kamisama. He's like, the hell you are! He's like, I'll be your, I'll be your little sister. So he takes her home. The first thing she says to, she's like, her, his mom is like, so who are you? Oh, I'm your illegitimate daughter. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so and the, and the mother just goes smack, smack. Or? Yeah, she goes what? I'll be right back. She gets on the phone. Hi, dear. How are you? Why didn't you fucking tell me about my daughter? You're not even going to come home tonight. And we find out his mother was in a motorcycle gang. And she, like, starts breaking <laughs> shit. I mean, does the father eventually f- say, like, No, we oh, never I find out his side. Person. No, we never find out his side. But it was awesome. Uh, I mean, was she... Is she really? His, I mean, no, wait, no, 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 no. She was from... She just thought it would be a good cover. But she doesn't understand... Yeah. She didn't understand the... Con- she didn't understand the situation. She just said, oh, I'll just say this. So it seems like, so wouldn't, I mean, the father would be able to prove that she really wasn't, he would think, pretty easily. Well, I think the whole thing about being in a motorcycle gang, they probably slept around, I don't know. Yeah, with how many, he, he doesn't even know. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know, they didn't get into it. Yeah, that's, that was funny as hell. Um, Otome, Yoko, Zakuro. Oh, God, it's hilarious. Uh, number three was Super, or, uh, sorry, Sora no... Oto Shimamono Forte. Number four was Super Robot OG, the Inspector. Number five was Fortune Ariel. Number six was Squid Girl. Number seven was The Pastry Show. Number eight was Panty and Stocking. Number nine was to, was uh, Tagami Beach Reverse, that that Letter B show. Weird crap. Yeah, and number ten was like that Milky Home show. So. Is the order pretty much... You were the only one who's watched any of these of the two of us, so is the order... I only seen a couple of the shows in here. I'm surprised Squid Girl isn't higher. But I guess just seeing as it's kind of very light and fluffy, and, uh, you know, the very first episode was kind of goofy. So is the world God only knows. Yeah, um, well, this is more... The world only God knows is more a little more complex. Um, The problem I have with Crunchyroll, though, even if you look at the ratings by star ratings by members... Everything is rated like four and a half stars or better. Yeah. You never find anything lower than three. And that's my problem. Is you really... I mean, I'm saying this just because it's very current. That's why I added it to the news. But overall, if you're like... wonder what the best show and the worst show on Crunchyroll is. 
And you'll just be like, all right, the worst show is three and a half stars out of five. Um, that kind of sucks. Just, Mostly because the only people who watch the stuff are the ones who are going to like it. Oh, I yeah, mean, and it's anime fans. What do you expect? I'm, I I understand I'm not going to go watch the ones that I would rate one star. So Yeah, yeah I understand that, too. But yeah, if you haven't seen yeah, go check out The World Only God Knows throughout the week. You can get the what is that, episode. the site that, the, the, the better site, I think, to get anime ratings is that... Um, my Anime List? Yeah, My Anime well, List. Well, the problem is, is I need to everything is going to be exploited, one. too. Nothing is ever going to be, like, factual, you know? It's, everyone's based on, on their opinions and tastes. And if you're going to get a show like Bleach or Haruhi, shows with huge internet followings... Obviously, the ske- the 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 rankings are going to be skewed. You know what I mean. And on the ANN cast, they've talked about that in the past. How they would do like a poll, and they would just get skewed left and right. You know, by the big popular shows. So. But yeah, that's my anime list is a really nice ranking. The reviews too. I mean, that's why I use. And a lot of people don't, but I really like Chris Beveridge's reviews uh, over... And I really wish he hadn't freaking joined up with Mania, but oh well. dude, you gotta make Uh, money somehow. And besides, what's the difference? He's still still the same. He's just got a new umbrella. Who cares, though? He's still doing the reviews. We still get all the same shit. They didn't touch the forums. Thank God. Who cares? Um... Come on, so, let me rant. Go you ahead. me down today. No, go ahead. You want to rant, go right ahead. <laughs> no, it's all right. Damn. Uh, but yeah, but I, I, his reviews I usually happen to agree with, except when you review hentai. Well, someone's going to do it. Opinions. I've always I've thought about doing a hentai podcast. I would be interested in that if you decided to actually do I think I'd just run out of hentai to watch, though, because like I don't find a lot of it, and really a lot of hentai is the same. I would, I would, I would want to see, you to see your experience with the night shift nurses. Oh Same God, I've only watched five minutes of that show and I wanted to cry. And <laughs> oh, in enjoy or in no. what the fuck am I watching? Exactly the second one. Okay, like, why would anyone ever much, watch this? That was pretty this? much Chris Beveridge's response. <laughs> it was so disgusting. Oh yeah, it was supposed to be. I think he was. Uh, he his his the quote from him is my eyes my eyes basically. Yeah, I watched five minutes then I was like, oh god, done. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty much his response, and he actually had to watch all of it because he was reviewing it. Yeah, you get the money to review it though, so I don't. I don't know if he does actually. I don't know. We'll see if I ever do a hentai podcast. <laughs> don't think I ever. Maybe will. that's what we should do. We should just start reviewing hentai. There else. used to be one called like the Happy Hentai House or something, or they. Happy Hunt I Hut. They did. It was a long-running podcast, and then they don't do it anymore. I don't believe. Well, um, okay. Well, uh, next time I will try to find a hentai to review. Well, already then. Couple for a while. Alrighty then. Moving on. North California concert to feature anime music, music, and game music, and more music. October 16th. Wait, oh, yeah, this is old. Well, never mind. Yeah, they did it yesterday. <laughs> Yesterday is the 17th. Yep. So there was an awesome concert that I wish I would have went to at University <laughs> Zellerbach Hall. So it must have been at the U of, you know, University of California. 
God, that'd be awesome to go to. It had music from Noir, Full Metal Alchemist, Final Fantasy, that'd be awesome live, Mega Man, and other anime and game titles. Probably had stuff from Civ, too. The opening to Civ 4 is fairly musically famous. Okay. Uh, The concert will tell a story about a man who will stop at nothing to avenge the death of his friend. And why wouldn't he? Wait, what? How are they going to do that with all that music? Yeah, nice. I that's interesting. Yeah. So they were priced at 64 52 and 40 bucks. Man, that'd be fun. Oh, is that UC Berkeley? Man, that would have been fun to go to, though. So, you yeah. go fly to California. Well, yeah, and go back in time. No, well, you got to. When I was throwing you know. news together, I didn't read the... and skim it over well enough. Ah, uh, that's all right. So, yeah, I'm telling maybe, stories. Maybe they'll tour it. That'd be awesome to just threw it online. So. <laughs> that's to us, because we suck. All right. Let's well, move speak on. for yourself. Find myself, then. <laughs> what the fuck? You can't say any dirty words. Really? You can't say fuck? No. And you can't say shit? No. The bonds I beat. What the fuck of the week? Damn, dude, that kid is fucked up. Alright, our what the fuck of the week this week is anti-Japanese protests mobs rampage through China. So do you know anything about this story? Yes. I'll let you say um, it then. This is, is still about those the, that fisherman that was uh, that China arrested because he was ramming Coast Guard ships on these disputed islands. What? Oh, so this is about Japan. that. Okay. So this is and about that. And, and they let then him go. China got all pissy with Japan, and Japan caved. Well, didn't they let the fishermen go? Oh yeah, they did. And he he went back to China and was a hero, you know, because he was standing up to Japan, basically. Yep. And and Japan was kind of like, you know, screw you. Um, then there's there's a, Japan is becoming more nationalistic, very much. So it seems aren't to be they? all the time. Uh, and there uh, recently there were protests at the Chinese embassy in Japan. Now let's clarify it. These were peaceful protests. In in Japan, they yes. were, yes. Uh, the Chinese embassy in Tokyo was surrounded by yet another sea of Japanese flags as thousands of protesters gathered to denounce China's efforts to seize the Singaku Islands. I'm assuming that has nothing to do with Singaku Complex, but that would be pretty hilarious if it did. <laughs> um but, uh, let's see, let me read the rest of this entry. They have some pictures of it. Yep. Quite so now funny. in China... Two Islands is our property and territory which we inherited. <laughs> yes, and the kid looks like he's like 17. Yep, yep, yep. So now uh, in China, they're like, F you, Japan. And then now they're rioting and flipping over cars. And there's one graphic photo of a police officer who has like no eye now. This was the, the the protest in Japan was pretty much spontaneous. I am sure the protest in China was arranged by the Chinese government. I mean, let's be serious. Uh, yeah, well, I think the Chinese people are like, fuck the government, and then others rioting because they can. Oh, I pretty much don't. Why would so. you attack your own Chinese people and flip over cars and shit like that if there's more to that quite possibly I mean Jesus Christ can't be that bad 
so yeah, that's our what's the fuck of the week. No, Maybe I mean, it's beginning off. to get rather disturbing to me. I mean, Obama has basically had to go to Japan and say, yeah, if China invades, we'll protect you. Well, uh, of course we have to protect them. We, it's part of the well, World yeah, War II. We know who has most of our debt. Well, that would be China. Well, <sighs> they could decide to ruin our economy. So I'm, I'm getting a little worried, actually. Oh, no. Oh, but, no. I watched a video yesterday from someone posting on Facebook from InfoWars saying how Obama... You can just stop there. Oh, my God. If it's from InfoWars... Yeah, totally yeah, yeah, I know. I, I blasted my buddy. I'm like, are you effing, are you effing kidding me? He's like, really? you know, he's just like, did you even watch the video? This yeah. stuff's gonna happen. And I'm like, they've been saying that for the last eight years, ten years now, since 9-11, in the world, new world order. Yeah, oh no, yeah. the prophecy. That's, that's a bunch of crap. I've, yeah, I know. This this is part of the problem with the internet. It lets all the crazies get together and it becomes an echo chamber and people and start to believe things that are unbelievably stupid. Yes. Like the world is going to end in 2012. Hey, it will. We're going to podcast on... <laughs> the day the 12, world ends. On that's right. 12-30-2011. That's right. We'll, we'll be like the guy on the, on, in the movie. Or is it going to happen on 12-12-12? I don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't remember. Go ask the Mayans. Oh, that's right. They're all dead. Oh, well, I might have one in my back room here. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. <sighs> that's our What's the Fuck of the Week. It was great. All right. We can continue on. But go buy the InfoWars DVD about how Obama is ruining and joining the New World Order. Please don't. It's another week, and more DVDs are being released. What should you get? It's time for the weekly DVD picks. Tons of stuff coming out this week. And hopefully some of it's good. Oh, Eden of the East, by far. I will have my Blu-ray copy in hand tomorrow. <laughs> Great stuff. I'll have to start watching Ooh. it on streaming and see if it's good <clears throat> act like it is. Because you do act ass. like, you know... Every time you look at it, you want to... Well, never mind. What? Uh, we may have women listening. Oh, well, we don't. <laughs> but we might. <laughs> we'll be made later. You never Exactly, in the downloads. Um, no, Eden of these kicks ass. Buy it. Buy it now. Buy it now. I got That's my very first Blu-ray I purchased now. It's from the Eden of these DVD collection. I even get a window decal. Yeah. Suck on that. that. That's absolutely pretty much nothing here that I know anything about. I don't know anything about Tears to Tiara. If you buy Niratu, I'm going to shoot you. I don't particularly like Mobile Suit Gundam. Never heard of Karu Phantom Memory or Full Metal Panic or Blade of the Immortal. Yes, you want Full Metal Panic from so, so you get to choose two since I don't, pretty much am not going to choose anything this today. Okay, Fumafu. Full Metal Panic Fumafu. It's. An offshoot of the of the first season, where basically they took away all the action and stuff, and made it one big comedy thing, and it's awesome. Like Sasuke joins the soccer team or the football team, and they're all a bunch of pansies, so he turns them into like a military regime, and like <laughs> they start drop kicking and shit the other football team, and like skulls are broken. It's awesome, among other things. And Good lord, there's a lot released next week. Yep, there's been a lot released really lately. What's well, all next gearing week? up for Christmas, I don't know. Yeah, it is gearing up for Christmas. Christmas and, and 
November, October something. I don't know. We're just releasing them early. Yes, getting them ready. So yeah, go buy them because I said so. That's right, and we all know you. We always do it. Everybody always does what we tell them to because we're no. Yes. We're, we're the people who know. Exactly. All right. So, got a review this week. Been very looking forward to watching or to reviewing it. Um, shut up, computer. Genshiken. So, <clears throat> go through here and feel free to add any questions, comments, anything. Your input is. I'm talking to you, Zoldar. I will. Don't okay worry. then. Genshiken. I haven't seen the show, but. Yeah. Oh, dude, I demand you watch this too. It's such a, so awesome. <laughs> All right. Genshiken is known as. Uh, known at Suo University as the Society for the Study of Modern Visual Culture. In reality, the club is an all-around club catering to fans of anime, manga, video games, cosplaying, figurines, basically a lot of just anything of the otaku nature. Uh, the show starts off with a, sh- uh, a shy freshman named Kanji Sasahara. He's looking for a club to join. He's a hard time choosing between the anime club or Genshiken. He finds himself finds himself still coming to grips with being an otaku. Uh, as in Japan, being an otaku is kind of seen as negative. Um, meanwhile, a cute girl named Saki um, Kosakabe is meeting a childhood friend for the first time in ten years. All right, I know a um, decade. His name is uh, Kosuka. Kosuka and Kasakabe are both attractive. And Kosuka quickly says how he's looking for a club to join who focuses on his otaku activities. Kosakabe is shocked and thinks he is joking. And then uh, she tries everything in his power to get him out of Genshiken. <laughs> Meanwhile, they start dating nonetheless. Ah, so he's so this is she's one of those women that's going to go to that uh, otaku, you know, sympathetic thing, right? No, no, you'll see. Uh, so Sasahara okay. finally gathers enough courage to enter the Genshiken club room to hang out with the other with everyone else. Um, there's only like five or six people in the club. It's a very small club. Um, while he's there, one by one, everybody leaves, and uh, eventually he's there by himself. He checks out the figurines. He looks at some of the adult doujin all the club members return and confront him saying that you're one of us join the club <laughs> they were spying on him um there are other members in the club room like I said it was a very small club there's a chairman but they don't really focus on it all he's just kind of there for a little bit and then he leaves he's been there for many years some rumors as far back as 1987 and this manga started running in 2006 this is supposed to be like a present day kind of thing there's really no dates or anything. Well, wait. If he was there that long, how is he still in high school? It's a college. Oh, but how's okay? How's he still in college? They don't explain too? it. He just he's just there. <laughs> he's and they even ask him right. about that. Oh, let's wait a minute. I'm expecting anime to be logical. What the exactly. hell am I supposed? No, to? and they even ask that. They're like, "Why are you still here?" And he's just like, "Well, uh, um, I gotta go." Eventually, the chairman leaves. He gives the chairmanship over to Matarame, who is by far the best character. He is the most hardcore of the otaku in the club. He often leaves very little for spending money and or food. He's obsessed with buying doujins. 
and even goes as far as there's one scene where South Hara's like, I've never played an adult PC game before. And Monorama's like, what? Don't you own a computer? And he's like, South Hara's like, no, I can't afford one. He's like, come on, you gotta cut back on your budget for the things you want and need. He's like, don't eat for a week or two, but you'll have the computer. You know, so that's, uh, that's Monorama. Wow. Yeah. Besides anime, manga, and video games, there's even cosplay. Tanaka, uh, he's like the cosplay king. He creates all the cosplay costumes for people. Um, usually other people outside of the club. Um, he also is really big into figurines, building the plastic models and whatnot. Finally, there's Kogiyama. Um, he's an overweight and he stutters a lot. Um, he enjoys drawing, but he's really, he, he lacks a lot of motivation, and he kind of just draws and doodles. He doesn't actually want to, like, he doesn't have the motivation to do his own doujin. Um, so, early on, much of the show is focused on Sasahara getting over, um, his, you know, kind of being comfortable with his otaku lifestyle and becoming more... Uh, open and whatnot with the group. Because at first he's just like, oh, I don't know if it's right to be here. You know, this, how I am, you know. You know, things like that. He was just like very shy, very indecisive. Things like that nature. Um, then there's Saki, who detests Otaku and is desperately just trying to get Kosaka to leave the group. Because he's like, oh, I can't stand you, Otaku. Guys are all dweebs and dorks. And he's like, Koska, come on, you're not meant for this. You know. Uh, the show primarily set inside the club room. Um, they never actually show them in classes, except for one or two small scenes where they might be in the same class or something. Um, they also do go to the biannual Comic-Con, or is it a Comic Fest? Also known as Comic-Cat, the spoof. The club goers goes as a group, and then... Um, there's one scene, actually, where they say a lot of otaku look alike, and there's, uh, Kugiyama, and there's, like, seven or eight other Kugiyamas sitting right next to him. It's pretty <laughs> funny. A lot of the show just centers around things going on in the club. Little by little, you learn more about the characters after each episode. A lot of problems occur, are caused by, Kosuk- uh, by Kosakabe, though. Either she's not knowing or understanding of the otaku lifestyle and tends to cause a lot of problems for the club members. Um, there's one scene where she slipped on... She went over to Kosaka's and slipped on a, uh, mon- on a manga and hit her head on a table or something. So she got pissed off and was like... Went to the club room and was like... This place is filthy. There's tons of books everywhere. Da 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 da. We're cleaning right now. So they clean the club room up, and she smokes. Well, she accidentally burns down their storage locker full of just everything. Oh, do they kill her after that? I mean, do they crucify her? No, because there's other things that happen in the show that you'll see that make her. By this time, it's later in the series. But, uh, or there's another scene where, uh, they spend a lot of time building a plastic model, a couple of the club members, and she wants to see it, and she tries to move one of the joints, and she breaks 
the model, and she doesn't understand what the big deal is. <clears throat> Things like that. Exactly. Breaking the model. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Eventually, Kosakabe is forced due to blackmail by, uh, not necessarily blackmail, but he has a secret of hers, how she uses a club, how she uses a club room so much by herself that she's eventually forced to join Genshiken. <laughs> um, okay. Yes. I'm now they never say anything, but there's just a scene where it's like, so, Kasakabe, how'd you like enjoying the club room? And she's like, what? Shut up! He's like, well, I'll shut up if, if you agree to join Genshiken. So, unwillingly, she joins. So, is she, I mean, do they never, is she doing Onism in there all the time? Or we do don't they never find say? out. They never say. Oh, huh. Um, but they do hint a lot. You'll see it throughout the show. Eventually, a new member arrives named Ono. She is the only female so far that willingly joins the club. She's from the United States, but has come back to Japan. Oh, Excuse God. me. Uh, she loves cosplaying and naturally Tanaka and her hit it off in a quick friendship. She often uh, tries to get Saki to cosplay, but Saki always shoots her down. She hates cosplay. She hates Saki is like the anti-otaku. Um, the show is great because the characters get each get screen time. They also get build up. And you see the group come together and tackle problems and forge new paths as a club. A fun fact of the show, um, the popular anime at the time of this show was Kujubiki on Balance. They call it Kuji on Balance. And uh, after Genshin aired their first season, they came out with a season of Kujubiki on Balance. So, <laughs> but this Kujubiki on Balance is awful. All the characters are in high school, and they're, like, they're eight. It's awful. Um, I, I mean, just, is it supposed to be awful? Or? No, it's supposed to be good. I, I don't know. Ah, okay. We had someone on Otacast Network, on Otacast Radio, had his own show. He had done two shows. He was doing two-hour shows. Damn. He did two of them by himself. One, he dedicated the entire two hours to talking about Kujibiki on balance. Holy fuck, was it boring. <laughs> it was just him going, reading the Wikipedia or some bullshit. I don't know. I can only watch this about 10 minutes of it. Uh, obviously, he's not here anymore then, I guess. No, he quit right after because we talked to him and like, dude, you're fucking boring. You need to do this. <laughs> he was like monotone. You fired him? Oh my gosh. I you did. Mean, I'm just like, dude, you're not working You mean out. Otaku Cast actually has <clears throat> standards? Yes, we do. What no, the hell am I doing here, here then? Here was his podcast. Today we're going to talk about Kujibiki Unbalanced. It's a manga. And then I was an anime. And there's characters. The characters are this. The story does this, this, and this. Now I'm going to spend the next two hours talking about it. Moving on. Kujibiki Unbalanced, the manga is great. I heard it. I wank off to the princess and the pre- in it. I don't know. <laughs> that was him, though. It was just, I am this. Give me money. I don't know. It was monotone. It was boring. Um, this show has all the tropes, you know, of otaku. There's the hardcore otaku. There's the otaku who is like, eh, I'm not sure. 
There's the female otaku. There's the fat otaku. You know, the, you know, they always say they're not good looking and stuff. And uh, yeah, it's this show's really, really tough to like give you like a storyline because like they're really it's slice of life, you know. But there's just a lot of humor in the characters, and you it's just a really fun show. It's light. You're not gonna get that invested. And there's some they have to battle through some of the stuff. There's one scene where the club, because they don't do anything with the other clubs, and they're so small, um, they're going to be absolved. So people in the club have to step up and work with that, and things of that nature. And it's just a really fun show. It's just really, really fun. Second season, I will review next week. And the second season is a lot easier to review, now that you know the characters. Um, and probably my favorite... Um, was an episode dedicated to nothing but boys' love and taking the main characters of Manarabe and uh, Sasahara and turn them and turn them into a, a boys' love novel. It was fucking hilarious. <sighs> it was great. So well, I, I forget. Have you seen Welcome to the NHK? I own Welcome to the NHK. Okay. Yes, I, I, I watched had, it but... before it even came out in America. And then it was released in America, and I bought that shit. I was like, yeah. How would you um, compare this show to that show? Because it sounds similar. No, but... it is not similar. Okay. Yes, they both... They're similar in the fa- in the stance of they both deal with otaku. Right. The main characters are otaku. In Genshiken, it's a club of otaku. They do stuff together. Um, they have fun together. All that sort of stuff. You know, slice of life. Okay. Where Welcome to the NHK is Sato saying, like, I'm a hikikomori. I can't live like this. And, um, uh, Misaki. That's it. So then there's Misaki, who's trying to help him. But it's Sato delving, like, refusing her help, but then realizing that she's there, and she's kind of like an angel figure, where she accepts Sato with his problems. Where, so it's two different extremes. Okay. Genshiken is like poking fun at Otaku, and there's, you know, there's a lot of references, stuff like that. Where, Welcome to HK is looking at the seriousness of it, on how Otaku and Hikikikomori's live, how... Dealing with psychological problems, um, emotional huh. states, things of that nature, while encompassing comedy. You know, so. Interesting. I'm going to have to check that out. Okay. Do, because I'm going to review it after Genshin 2. Oh, okay, then. So the week cool. after that, we're going to do Welcome to NHK. So we can finish up Otaku October, or whatever. Otaku Tober, whatever. <laughs> My unofficial name for the last three weeks. That's right. Because we're just cool like that. We can rename months here. Exactly. We're just that good. Yeah, no, these... All three of these shows are just so much fun. Genshin, I loved the character build-up. I loved the... I loved the character builds. I loved the fact that each character got screen time and all the stuff they did together. It was just fun. And Madarame is the best character ever. 
So all right. <clears throat> yeah. So that was Genshin. Check it out. You can rent it off of Netflix. That's where I got it. Volumes one, two, and three. Twelve episodes. So uh, check it out. I mean, you, don't, you can buy it from Right Stuff for like twenty-five bucks. I think for the, I think forty-five bucks for the complete collection, both seasons. And, and, there is a new manga coming out, or at least a, a small new manga re- uh, chapter or something coming out here. I think the end of this year or early next year in Japan. And, um, what kind of pisses me off was they also have two kind of OVA stories mixed in with the Kujubiki on Balance DVD releases. So to watch those, you gotta buy the Kujubiki, or you know, or rent them or whatever. You have to get the Kujubiki on Balance volumes on DVD to watch <laughs> the two episodes that are like and those, OVAs. And since those suck... Exactly, it's like, God... Uh, I had to watch this shit. My God! Well, um, you don't have to watch it. You can just watch two episodes and be done. <laughs> just skip all that crap. Exactly. <laughs> throw the extras in. Done. So yeah, that's our news, our review of Kenshiken. Right. What the fuck of the week? All that good stuff. Yes. Yes. Anything um, else? How you didn't mention it, but I, I didn't hear it on the list of the top ten. But how was the one with the show with the um? Oh, da-da-da-da, the masochist. Oh, that's not airing on Country Roll. Oh, okay. Where was that? Uh, simulcasting somewhere, wasn't it? No. Where is that? Oh, oh, that's just this season. That's okay. just this season, yeah. Gotcha. As far as I know, it's not being simulcast anywhere. Mm. Um, that's too bad. Yeah, no, it's a good show. It's fun. This week had um had her, the girl who hates God. We find out that... The girl that always punches him, who's always scared of him, who kind of turned him into a masochist, is actually part of the club. Um, and she, we found out she hates guys because she got her ass beat in middle school by someone because she refused to kiss him. So she's always scared of guys now. But she's slowly opening up. She calls him her dog. Or she calls him her dog. So he acts like a dog and everything. He's like... Oh, your name was the name of one of my dogs, so I always think of you as my pet dog. Oh, God. That's her reasoning for being able to be close to him. Close to him. <laughs> so, yeah. Very and, good. Yes. Anything else you want to say before you head off? I don't think so. I just wanted to check on that. Um, well, come else? back next week. I will eventually be reviewing Ex- Last Exile after the... Uh, uh, month of Octoka Otaku to Ober or whatever exactly. we're calling Otaku it now. Hey, thanks for listening. For more information about this or older episodes, visit www.bonsaibeat.com or subscribe to us in iTunes by searching the Bonsai Beat. You can also follow us on Twitter, username Jellocoon, or send comments, questions, and feedback to our email, bonsaibeat at gmail.com. Or you can leave a voicemail at Skype, username Jellocoon. If you are looking for other great anime podcasts, check out Otakast Radio. That's O-T-A-K-A-S-T. Hit their website at www.otakastradio.com. 